Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're going to start off with a complaint email. Oh, um, God, we got a complaint? But it's not. It's a, it's a mile. It's more about something that we talked about, not so much about us. So oh. let's see what happens here. I've listened to the Dave Ryan Show for years while I'm getting ready for work. I love listening to Dave and Fallon. Hilarious. By the way, I still love them. Dave, you're awesome. And my fiance and I both think you and Susan would be fun to happy hour with. Uh, I am taking a break, taking a serious break from your show. I think it is despicable how Drake is allowed to talk about when I get stoned on a regular basis. Let's read on. It's not a mystery as to how and why he openly says he has no money. See the correlation? People who have accepted and embraced that as an acceptable lifestyle to talk about out loud, let alone live it, Run a parallel lifestyle to people with little to no money, possibly career dead ends, and or family friend issues. See what I'm talking about? There's a name for this. Hmm, I'm actually fine with most recreational activities people choose to do, live, weed, for example. I'm a firm believer in you do you, I'll do me. Please stop letting him openly talk about this as casually as somebody would say, I'm going to walk the dog, for example. I'm not an idiot. I know pot is widely accepted behavior, attitude, activities these days. But I'm warning you guys that you are starting to lose a very large audience that coincidentally, is it, voted different direction than a heavy portion of the particular Twin Cities metropolitan area. Um, uh, I am open to know, there's a little typo in here, that I've hung in there with you guys for a lot longer than most people my age. Most all people my age were done with mainstream media long ago who share this particular opinion. I'm a 55-year-old female, educated, career-satisfied, chem-free, Christian, right-sided voter this past several elections and have chem-free 18- and 21-year-old sons. The 21-year-old was previously not clean, so I know they are both currently. Sincerely not a fan of Minnesota. We are leaving ASAP. Oh. (laughs) Okay, well, a couple of things. Um, First of all, we don't, I don't politicize weed. Um, you know, you can definitely have your, you know, your right or left leaning and that's fine. I don't care. You can lean left or right and we can still be friends no matter what. And I think that's one thing that we are really, really bad at. Uh, but I don't think that there's a lot of things that are politicized that should not be politicized. Weed, for example, is one that I don't think should be politicized any more than alcohol needs to be politicized. I don't, I think 10, 15 years ago, we wouldn't have uh, smoked, spoken openly about Drake smoking weed because, you know, it was just more of a little more personal taboo. Mm -hmm. But now it's so open there, people. I disagree with you when you say that there's a correlation between being broke and no life and smoking weed. I think that's an old stereotype. I think it is. There's a lot of wonderful, ambitious people that smoke weed. I don't smoke weed. It is not my thing. I don't like the effect it has on me. I wish I liked it, but I really don't. I've done some gummies that, you know, that I've had better effects with, but I don't like smoking weed. I don't like the smell of it. I don't like the experience. I don't really like to smoke weed, and I don't like the effect it has. 
someone uh, sent me a message on Facebook and they were like, I'm asking you a serious question. I'm not attacking you. Because yesterday on the show, Jenny said, Andrew will like grow it. You said you you didn't say you're going to by any means. But um, I said, I think you were like, oh, that's cool or whatever. And I said, that's because you two don't have young kids in your house. Like I would never because I don't want Dylan or Olive to be around that. And so someone sent me a message and it was a respectful message. They just said, can I ask you seriously why you are not okay with that, but you're okay with alcohol being in your house and drinking around your kids. And I, so I responded to him because I thought about that for a minute because I think that that's been a very good point that's been brought up for a long time. Why are people so okay with drinking but not smoking weed? And I said, well, here, I'll start off by saying, I am not okay with any form of smoking in my house, period. I don't want the smell of cigarette smoke, marijuana smoke. I don't want any of that in my house. So we'll start with that obvious. Obviously, booze doesn't have a scent that's going to linger in my house. Secondly, I don't drink a lot. So that's not even a big thing. Like Jake and I don't have a glass of wine at night. We don't have a cu- like can of beer. We don't drink. But I said, but I won't lie. I do have alcohol in my house. And it's funny because I've probably had the same four liquor bottles in my ownership for nine years. And they're there if we have guests over that we want to make a cocktail for. But it is still liquor sitting there that Dylan could grab, I guess. Um, But I said I also think it goes back to a like a level of consciousness, I don't know, in my head of growing up my whole life being told drugs are bad. No, I think that's exactly it. So I think that's a combination of those things. No, our society has bars where you go out and you drink and then have cocktail um, like happy hours where drinking is an accepted part of our society and weed is just not there yet. You don't get a bunch of friends come over, sit on the patio and say, oh, what is it, would it really like some weed? Can I get you some weed? As I say that, I know some people are going to say, oh, yeah, my friends and yeah, I do it all sure. the time. But there is definitely, and you cannot deny it, there's a different st- stipulation. That's not the word I'm looking for with weed and booze. Booze yeah. is like, oh, let me fix you a cocktail. Mom, can I get you a cocktail? Where you would probably never say, yeah, mom and dad are coming over. Let's make sure we have some wine for dinner or we'd have some weed for dinner. I think it's definitely become, you're right, like it is becoming more popular. I was just at a dinner and this girl was like, yeah, we had a big 40th birthday party. It was so awesome. And everyone was like walking around with this one girl was like so great. She had like brought over weed. brown, And I was like, oh, and I didn't like I've I. Yeah. So I don't know that I have a a right answer. I think it's probably just my old bias, I guess. I don't know. And I think the other thing is that we stay away from politics on our show because um, uh, you just really can't win. Yeah. And you really can't win. And so if we say something that like you might interpret this way, then one side's going to get pissed. And when they get pissed, they really get pissed. And you're both guilty. Both sides, you're both guilty of it. I will tell you this one. I'm so disappointed right now in just the shit with politics and the way the country is run with both sides, this side of the aisle and that side of the aisle, slinging the dirtiest shit and accusations back and forth where you've got somebody who's running for president who's being investigated. Then you've got that side wanting to impeach Joe Biden because of his activities with this has become... One of those stories you used to read about, like a, a country that was de- a developing yeah. nation, yeah. where one guy takes the other side out and, like, you know, puts him in prison, and then the other guy gets arrested, and then this guy gets kidnapped, and it's like, yeah. I mean, in some ugly developing countries, that's the kind of shit that happens. And I'm looking at this, and I'm going, 
what the fuck? Yeah, we truly. used to have some dignified politics, but now it's like, I'm going to accuse you of the worst possible shit. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you're going to accuse me of the worst possible shit, and we're going to try to have each other arrested. Yeah. And that's what we've come to? Apparently, yeah. It's crazy. It's just so ugly. I wish that we could. And here's another thing. I, this is as political as we're going to get. Term limits. There should absolutely be term limits. Mitch McConnell, you know who he is. Uh-huh. He's 117 yeah. years old. He froze at the podium last week. And he was standing there, and I didn't watch the video, but he froze at the podium. And he's probably 80 years old or so. Mm-hmm. There was somebody else who I think you said comes to like the meetings in a wheelchair and she's like out of it. Was that you that talked about that? Yeah. Well, I just saw an image, but I don't know who it is. But it, they showed like it was someone showing people from every side that are basically too old. It's kind of like yeah. how you're like, at some point, you should have to retake a driver's license test, you know, like for Absolutely. older people. Yeah. It becomes unsafe to be on the road, et cetera. So it's kind of like that. But the problem is they're never going to vote for term limits because that's what these people do. Yeah. I mean, imagine somebody who's been in the Senate since 1978. Now what are they going to get out and start their own, like, I don't know, little greenhouse? Huh? They work at Caribou. They got those little pop-up cabins. But they won't make money. Yeah, they I won't know. make money at Caribou, but I they're going to make t- – That it is just bullshit because we complain about – listen, I'm an older white guy, so I'm not complaining about older white guys. But the Senate – the the house what they're full of old white guys mm-hmm. our president is an old white guy that we all know is too old to be president yeah. i mean there's not a lot of people even democrats that say oh yeah he's vigorous and he's still on the top <laughs> of his game it's embarrassing yeah so all right that's as political as we're gonna get did i piss you off probably Send me an, e- an angry email all to right. dave ryan at kdwp i don't care i can me. take it uh, let's see, Dave, got a quick break at work, and I was listening to somebody saying you look like Al Franken with your glasses. I had a sty on my eyes wearing glasses for the last week, and I'm wearing contacts for the first time now in a while. I laugh, but I think your glasses look awesome on you. I was watching something on Instagram, was thinking, something looks different about Dave. He looks great. What is it? Oh, it's the glasses. They look great on you. So I wanted to mention that one. Thank you, Allison. Uh, not my daughter. Also thought now would be a great time to send you something I should have many years ago. I grew up listening to you while getting ready for school as a kid. I'm now 34, but I'm another one that definitely looks up to you as a second dad. When I'm faced with something in life, I often think, what would Dave do? I don't have the time on my break to put into words how much you have impacted my life, but thank you. Thank you for being you and saying what needs to be said. Um, uh, Thank you for helping raise generations through radio relationships that many people may not have had with their own father. Also, Fallon, I've gone through many life events that you've gone through at similar times. Your openness to share has gotten me through many hard times and struggles in life, so thank you as well. I wish I had more time to express more, but in short, thank you, crew. Y'all have truly changed my life from Allie. Allie, that is very nice. You didn't need to go on any longer than that wow, one. That yeah, is very, okay. very flattering and heartening. And uh, and I do say something. I think there's a lot of people on the radio and in media that don't want to say the hard things but I will sometimes, and it's kind of like your dad doesn't want to tell you. You don't, you know, uh, like, I don't know, just some of the things that I've said are things that are probably like your dad would tell you that you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like things in my book. Um, uh, but I'm glad that you appreciate that. And I hear from too many people, but I appreciate all of them, that say I never really had a dad figure in my life or my dad was kind of absent. But I've listened to you since I was like eight years old and yeah. you've been kind of like a dad-ish figure. And I find that very flattering. 
And I am a dad. I'm a dad of four kids, and they all turned out pretty well. Yeah, for sure. All right, next one. I wonder if she had hemorrhoids at the same time you did. Allie, let us uh, let us know whether you had hemorrhoids at the same time Fallon did. Very important question. Yeah, it is. Listen to the show for years. You always make my day better. I heard the other day that Eric is leaving to start his own morning show. Congratulations to Eric. That's our nighttime DJ. Was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you got your start with the Dave Ryan morning show. Uh, well, I started the Dave Ryan morning <laughs> show, so yeah. that's how I got my start. In, and I started with nothing. It was a blank slate. As a matter of fact, we were in a hole when we started the Dave Ryan show because Steve Cochran had just been fired and everybody was pissed at KDWB for firing him and pissed at me for replacing him. So we started not with scratch. We started in a hole and it took a year to dig out of the hole and then a year to build the show, to build all the bits, to build the history, to write the songs, to do the high room calls and all that stuff. But I got my start because I applied for it. There was a, I knew that Steve was going to get fired, and a friend told me about it before anybody else knew, and I applied. I never thought that I'd get the job because KWB was a huge station, but they hired me, and I thought, oh, shit, this is going to be a hard one. And it was. What job number was this for you? Morning show job, one, two, or three, four, five. five. Oh, and job show. and radio? Okay, one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight job, eighth job in radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, my start's similar. I as far as like I just saw the that they were hiring, and so I applied and uh, weaseled Dave's personal e- email address from a friend, so it didn't go to like the mass email, mm-hmm. and and honestly, kind of bothered him. Like, offered to pay to fly myself out and stuff. Like, didn't just send one email when I didn't really hear back after like the cu- first couple of emails. I just was like, I'm going to keep emailing. And um, yeah, this was my, I don't know, fourth job, maybe. Okay. I mean, fourth, I guess, building is what I would say. I had other jobs within the same building in some places, oh, right, you know, right. but fourth building. Yeah, I've never done anything in radio except be a DJ. I mean, I was a music director and an assistant program director when I was 21 years old, uh, 2021. And that was quite a, but our program director, our boss was 24 Mm -hmm. and radio back then was a much younger business because when I think of when I started at KDWB, everybody was 30 or under. I think the boss might've been 35. The big boss was like 48, but radio is not, I mean. Now everyone's 30 or older except Drake pretty much because Eric is leaving. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. All right, next one. I'm writing because I need some advice. I started a new job in March and then found out I was pregnant. I will go on an eight-week unpaid maternity leave in October. I really don't like my new job. The culture is bad. The expectations are ridiculous. And my boss says, holla and baller, every other word. How am I supposed to take a middle-aged man seriously? Who does that? (laughs) Jesus. I do think it'd be great to stay and be a stay-at-home mom or get a part-time job on the side. Financially, with my husband's job, I do think we could do it. I don't think I would ever regret spending more time with my kid either. Any thoughts? I just love y'all so much and would love any input. What do you think, Fallon? I mean, if you can afford it, try it out. And if you realize, oh, no, I can't do this all day long, get a part-time job like you mentioned. Yeah. And if you're like, oh, I like this, I want more, I want something more demanding of my time or whatever it may be, then evaluate going back in i think that that's fine i don't think that there's anything wrong with that i would say if you got a job you don't it doesn't matter maternity leave or whatever if you can afford to quit it then i would say 
look for another job. You, you basically say, I don't really like my new job. So you've only had it since March and you already don't like it. The culture is bad. The expectations are ridiculous. And your boss says baller and holla <laughs> every other word. Okay, that's kind of funny. I'd say you know, there's no wrong answer. There's really no wrong answer. If you want to quit, you want to go find something else, you don't want to go back after pater- maternity leave, then there's no wrong answer. Yeah, and that. I think it's okay to not like a new job. You feel so guilty because you want to give something a chance. I met a girl last night, and she works for a nonprofit, and she said that she does not love the work because she said it is so stressful. Every day, it's about how much money can they make for the nonprofit, and it's a very stressful job. And she said she's new at it. And everyone keeps being like, oh, my gosh, you must love your job. You must feel so good about Mm. yourself with the work you do. And she's like, yeah, in theory, I do. But I am stressed out all day, every day. And I've only been doing it for, you know, a handful of months. I think it's okay to not like a job very early on and realize that and not waste your time there. I'm going to give you another one. And I'm going to make this is I'm I'm thinking about working this into my speech. I'm going to give you gave me a good that's a good career tip. It's okay to not like a job. I'm going to give you a great career tip that I'm going to throw out at you that I want you to remember. If you are ever in charge and you hire somebody who is not very good, get rid of them early. They are not going to get better. Mm -hmm. And I say that from experience. I've hired a few people on this show that were not very good. Some of them I waited way too long. They never got better. And then we eventually had to get rid of them. So I'm going to tell you this. If you hire somebody and you're going after two weeks, you're going, man, they're kind of a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Maybe give them a chance, but yeah. don't spend too long waiting for them to come around. So a little tip for you. Last one. Uh, why has your radio station been so staticky? Crisco is clear as a bell and KWB is full of static. Well, we are <laughs> on the backup transmitter, Denise, and uh, that's a fair question. I asked the in- engineers last night. We're normally on uh, the towers over in Shoreview. And they are being maintained right now, Uh, new light bulbs, new cables, that type of thing. So we are on the tower on top of the IDS building. It is a huge difference. It is 100,000 watts of pure power in Shoreview. It is 32,000 watts. So it's kind of like taking a 150-watt light bulb, which will light up the whole room, Mm -hmm. or a 30-watt or 40-watt light bulb, which is still lighting up the room, but not as that's what it is. When are they going to fix it? They're working on it. There's no timetable. So thanks for being patient. Trust me, it's not our favorite thing either. Send your emails to ryanshow at kdwb.com. Thank you for listening to the Minnesota Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.